for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Welcome to Living Life. May the Lord bless you, speak to you, encourage, strengthen you as you walk with Him today. Have you seen somebody that seemed impossible and God meeting and restoring and doing a work of miracle and then making them into a new person? You know, I got to be a part of a pastoral ministry, uh, pastoral care, where I got to know uh, some of the people that had emotional issues and then issues from an alcohol, drug abuse, and then many, many uh, other uh, brokenness in relationship, marriage, divorce. And then I got to see uh, what God can do, uh, forgiving bringing healing and restoring them into a new creation. You know, today's passage speaks about that kind of work, that in Jesus Christ, and God is in the business of healing you and then restoring you and me and then making us to be a new creation. And that will reflect His glory. Let's think about today's passage together. Jeremiah chapter 30, verses 12 through 24. This is what the Lord says. Your wound is incurable, your injury beyond healing. There is no one to plead your cause, no remedy for your sore, no healing for you. All your allies have forgotten you. They care nothing for you. I have struck you as an enemy would and punished you as would the cruel, because your guilt is so great and your sins so many. Why do you cry out over your wound, your pain that has no cure? Because of your great guilt and many sins, I have done these things to you. But all who devour you will be devoured. All your enemies will go into exile. Those who plunder you will be plundered. All who make spoil of you, I will despoil. But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord, because you are called an outcast, Zion for whom no one cares. This is what the Lord says. I will restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents and have compassion on his dwellings. The city will be rebuilt on her ruins and the palace will stand in its proper place. From them will come songs of thanksgiving and the sound of rejoicing. I will add to their numbers and they will not be decreased. I will bring them honor and they will not be disdained. Their children will be as in days of old, and their community will be established before me. I will punish all who oppress them. 
Their leader will be one of their own. Their ruler will arise from among them. I will bring him near, and he will come close to me. For who is he who will devote himself to be close to me, declares the Lord. So you will be my people, and I will be your God. See, the storm of the Lord will burst out in wrath, a driving wind swirling down on the heads of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord will not turn back until he fully accomplishes the purposes of his heart. In days to come, you will understand this. Verse 12, it speaks about an impossible condition, situation where God's people were in. Uh, your wounds is uh, incurable, your injury beyond healing. There is no remedy. There is no healing for you. And God describes the situation, condition where they are in. It's impossible. And then the reason why, it's because their guilt is so great, verse 14. And then their sins are so many. And because of that, you know, these people, uh, in sin, in brokenness, and under guilt and shame, and they're impossible. Nobody could help them. There is nothing that can be done, you know, for these people. And that's what God describes. But then... Our God is God who does impossible things. With men, it's impossible, but with God, God makes things possible. Verse 16, he starts out with, but. Yes, our situation, condition, and our need is impossible, but God is going to do a new thing, and God is going to restore and do an impossible thing especially in our midst. What he's going to do is he's going to break those and that are devouring us. And then he's going to punish and break the yoke. And that's what he does. Verse 17, I will restore you to health and heal your wounds. And that's what he promises. I will heal you. He said he's going to do it. I will restore you. And that's what he promises, that he will do it. And he's going to do it his way. And then we are going to find out how he does it a little later. You know, verse 18, he goes on and talks about in the midst of and then through the process of healing. And then what's going to happen? He said, I will restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents. Not just personal, uh, uh, just a healing, but he is going to begin to do a new work and then our relationship in our community and then, and then restoring us in a holistic way. And that's what we see. And then he said he's going to renew the city, not just person, one individual, but gathering of community. In verse 19, it goes on that characterizes and God renewing this relationship and community. There will be songs of thanksgiving and there will be a sound of rejoicing and then people rejoicing. So glad, 
you know, with what God is doing and then just worshiping God. And that's one characteristic that we see. And then God adding number, not diminishing, but then growing in size, growing in number, multiplying. And that's what we see. He also will bring them honor, not just making things big, but then making them more precious, honorable, and then more respectable. And that's what God is doing. And then he is going to establish the community, the relationship. So it will be a strong, healthy relationship among the people. And that's what he says. Verse 22. It goes this way. He says, so the purpose, why is he doing this? Is because so you will be my people. And then I will be your God. Yes, he is at work. And then, yes, he allows difficult things to come and then happen. But then he is at work in restoring, doing impossible things, and then bringing healing, renewing in our brokenness, in our relationship, and in the way where we were, and then making us to be precious people of God that is beloved, and then that is his special precious possession, and that's what we see. How does he do it? And then he says, his purpose and then the purpose of his heart and then he will carry this out and this is his purpose but then one thing that i want you to also notice is verse 21 their leader will be one of their own the ruler will rise from among them and then he is the one that will be devoted and the leader among and the people to which the God is bringing renewal is the Messiah. And then who is just like us, who has experienced the pain and brokenness. But then because he is Jesus who comes as a Messiah through his death and then his life. And God is doing the work of restoring, bringing healing and then renewing us individually, but also as God's people. I hope that you will have your eyes focused on God in the midst of whatever situation that may feel like it's impossible. What are some miracles that you encounter? Do you know some people that were physically healed? I know some. Do you know some people, their relationships were mended and marriage restored? I know some. But among the top, some of the miracles that I've encountered is that somebody like me, a sinner, receiving forgiveness and God's grace and compassion and becoming a child of God. You know, that's the biggest miracle, isn't it? 
that you and I were impossible, but because of what Jesus did, the impossible thing and made it possible when he went to the cross. Because of that, there's forgiveness available, grace available, compassion available, his strength and power available to make you become a miracle that display God's love and God's miracle. I hope that you will celebrate today and continue to walk with him and live this life bringing God honor. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have done impossible things for me and for us and making a sinner, a wretched sinner, and making us to be a child of God that bring honor to you. We thank you and pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Single soul, let you fall down and stepping in closer. See you.